You're listening or watching the Stop the Mind Screw podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen, certified fitness trainer and life coach since 2002, teaching Stop the Mind Screw process. Today, you're in for a treat. One of my most frequently asked questions has to do with aging and reversing the aging process. And today, we're going to touch on mindset, fitness, habits, and even reality transurfing for sure. So let's get into this. I am a member of several menopause groups on Facebook because I have created a course on menopause and fitness or hormones and fitness. The number of complaints about this time of life in those groups is off the charts. I hear things like, menopause apron. Yeah, that really is a thing. Every ache, pain, and mole that pops up creates a huge fear. Frustrations with night sweats, insomnia, hot flashes, weight gain, weight loss. I hate getting old, and I put that in quotes. Severe anxiety. I'm told that I overreact. Depression, divorce because of menopause, and I put question marks about that and heart palpitations, digestive issues, loss of a job because of menopause, question marks again, high blood pressure, panic attacks, trouble falling asleep, trouble staying asleep, headaches, emotional instability from hormones, and the list goes on and on and on. And yes, there are really problems that happen in our lives, but today I'm going to talk to you about a shift that could happen. You know, those thought habits are sadly wrong. And what you think about, you get more of. And what you resist persists. And I try to offer advice, but I'm often met with resistance. So I'll let them be and pray that the person who truly needs me here is magnetized to me. And somehow, this happens actually a lot. One of my most frequently asked questions is how do I use mindset and fitness to prevent aging? And today I'm going to answer that question. From the Master Key Systems by Charles Hannell, here is a quote that's in the book. You must first have the knowledge of your power. Second, the courage to dare. And third, the faith to do. If you concentrate on the thoughts given, if you give your entire attention to them, you will find a world of meaning in each sentence and will attract yourself other thoughts in harmony with them. And you will soon grasp the full significance of the vital knowledge upon which you are concentrating. And let's get into reality transurfing because it has a huge concept that we're going to really dig deep on today. And I've been a student of reality transurfing, which is a book written by Russian quantum physicist Vadim Zeland. And I've been a student of it since 2018. And the book is full of transformational in information. And Vadim even talks about aging and the fact that it is possible to reverse the effects of aging through reality creation. 
and fitness. My passion. I've been a student of aging and fitness since 2000. I got my start in fitness as a water aerobics instructor. And most of the participants in water aerobics are the older adult population. Water-based exercise offers resistance training through the hydrostatic pressure of water across the whole body surface, which offers additional benefits for balance, coordination, and mobility. Balance, coordination, and mobility are the first things to leave us as we age. Wouldn't it make sense to make it a habit to exercise these things? What a novel idea. And I have been a certified specialist in older adult fitness since 2004. And today I am considered an older adult myself. Aging is something I understand fully. In fact, I have a Facebook group called Combat Aging with Wellness, where we discuss aging and how wellness and mindset affect it. I'll have a link to that group in the show notes and description. There are several ways to transform your reality in regards to aging and your appearance. And today we will discuss limiting beliefs and programming and pendulums, attitudes and states of mind, exercise and fitness, and even habits. Let's get to limiting beliefs, programming, and pendulums. In his book, Atomic Habit, James Clear tells us that changing your beliefs isn't nearly as hard as you might think. There are just two steps. Decide the type of person you want to and prove it to yourself with small wins. But oftentimes we are met with resistance when we decide the type of person we want to be. Why is that? In her book, The Charisma Myth, Olivia Fox Cabane states, Human beings are instinctively wired for hedonic adaptation, which is the tendency to take our blessings for granted. What is a hedonic adaptation, which I'm probably saying wrong, what is an example of this? And people who win the lottery are likely to revert back to their original levels of happiness after the novelty of the win has worn off. This is also true for those who dramatically hit the aging process. What do you think, what you think about becomes true for you? What you thought about years ago now is becoming true. And in my video on thought habits, I talked about how things are neither good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. As I started this episode, I am a member of several menopause groups because I teach courses called Fitness and Menopause, where we deal with all those lovely menopausal systems via mindset and fitness. And I truly believe that all symptoms and causes of those symptoms can be alleviated or eliminated by mindset, habits, and fitness. But so many in those groups cannot see the forest for the trees. It is full of complaints and grievances with no solutions in sight. Heck, one post asked, what is good about menopause? And the most popular answer was blunt and to the point. 
No more periods. Ugh, that is not how I see this or life in general. Let's discuss. Reality Transurfing. While doing research for this episode, I came across a video by Renee Garcia titled Aging and Reality Transurfing. And if you know me and you know my thoughts on Renee and her very mean and bullying streak, yeah, it's true. Renee is a great teacher of reality transurfing, but her ego and bullying get in the way. And this video on aging was absolutely no different. She makes a huge egoic mistake in this video. And that is, it is all about her. Or it is me, me, me oriented. And I have to laugh because <laughs> she is 41 in the episode. And trying to talk about aging from her very young perspective is humorous to say the least. I once read something from Marianne Williamson in her book, Return to Love. I was probably 40 something at the time too. And she said something to the extent, I can't remember exactly what it was, but she said something like this. I remember looking back on my 40s where I was thinking something was wrong with that age. And now I am in my late 50s thinking that um, 40 was nothing. So what cracks me up the most is these young people in their 30s and 40s do not think past their current age to realize, um, one day I will be 50, I will be 60, I will be 70, I will be 80 if you're lucky. And how will you view aging then? You know, another synchronistic event took place this week while thinking about this article or this episode, and that was my little friend, Toxic Positivity Girl on Instagram. She actually got offended when a 21-year-old barista asked her about her skincare routine, and she was offended because she's now a 31. Oh dear, how old. <laughs> It just cracks me. Then we have pendulums. What happened in those previous instances I just talked about are limiting beliefs about aging and definitely pendulums and programming taking place. A pendulum is simply a thought structure that everyone thinks. It only wants your energy and it is very contagious. As Vadim says in the book, dissatisfaction and lack of fulfillment or the pendulum's favorite dishes. There are only a few ways to eliminate the hook of the pendulum. And I created a download that you can find at www.kathyowen.com backslash reality dash transurfing. And it helps you identify pendulums where they are, which ones are destructive, which ones are constructive, but a pendulum is simply a thought structure that everyone thinks, and it only wants your energy and is very contagious. Like I said, dissatisfaction and lack of fulfillment are the pendulum's favorite dishes. What was wrong with the 41-year-old and what was wrong with the 31-year-old and maybe even the people in the menopause group? They're dissatisfied and their lack of fulfillment. In my mind, programming and pendulums are the same things, basically. 
And when it comes to aging, we have so much programming that goes on that it's almost a joke, especially in if you live in the United States where they consider 31 and 41 old. It is laughable to say the least. Oh, by the way, humor is one of the best ways to stop the pendulum. We need to remove the program layers. The environment has been programmed. The environment requires adherence to these pendulums or programming. And there are so many program pendulums around aging. We have the diet pendulum, anti-aging pendulums, skincare pendulums, surgery pendulums, skincare products, and the list goes on and on and on. We also have programming and pendulums that affect obesity, that affect aging as well. We have obesity. We have our food quality is low with fast foods and genetically modified foods easily at our reach and certain diets that cannot be contained for long, like keto, which Renee boasts about doing. And I have a post on the Atkins diet, the keto diet, why it works, how it works, and why you really can't sustain it for long term because your body cannot take eating high fat, high cholesterol, high tons of butter, as she said, in your diet. We also have drugs and alcohol. Those are also pendulums and they reduce your energy and your frequency. Back to the keto diet, eating tons of butter, your heart health, consider your heart health, your cholesterol levels, and it will work for a short term, but it's not a long-term solution. And all of these things lower your frequency or just think of your energy level. It lowers your energy. And frequency has to do with aging. Things in your environment either lower or strengthen your frequency. To raise your frequency and energy level, it is important to practice self-care, meditation, movement, exercise, and even music, which we will discuss in detail in a moment. States of mind and attitudes and aging. There is overwhelming evidence that music is important for the well-being of older adults and is meaningful in later stages of life. Research has shown that both listening to and making music can reduce loneliness, promote positive effect, and provide feelings of meaningfulness and purpose in life, contributing to delayed aging. Music is also beneficial for people affected by dementia and moderate cognitive impairment, improving their cognitive function, memory, mood, and general well-being. Positive effects have been observed even for their relatives. They did a study where they channeled music into a nursing home that had to do with their aging. So think of it like this. Maybe it was the 50s music. They were playing that in the nursing home and they noticed significant improvement in their well-being of their clients. I want you to consider listening to music that brings back memories of your younger days. And it's very beneficial and provides an effect similar to what Vadim terms as forward to the past. 
in reality transurfing. By incorporating music into your everyday life, you know, seniors can give their quality of life a much needed boost. And older adults benefit from music that improves their moods, brings back older, happy memories, and encourages socialization and promotes overall mental health and physical health. An elderly person can benefit from music in the following ways. More exercise. It increases coordination and mobility something we lose as we age. And I could tell you as a teacher of silver sneakers exercise, water aerobics exercise, we constantly played the type of music that those people enjoyed when they were younger. And I promise you, it made a difference. Number one, in their exercise and their mood. This music that we're talking about, it also helps with more social interaction and it improves cognition and speech. You get better overall health, reduces pain, and even recovery time. It improves memory and assists in memory recall. Music exerts a powerful influence on human beings. It can boost memory, build task endurance, lighten your mood, reduce anxiety and depression, stave off fatigue, improve your response to pain, and help you work out more efficiently. I highly recommend creating a playlist that includes popular music from your younger days and contemplating those memories often. This will do wonders for your state of mind. And as you read above, this reduces loneliness, promotes a positive effect, reduces anxiety and depression, improves your response to pain. You know, the list goes on. And funny or ironically, so many of those complaints listed in the menopause group. Another way to improve your state of mind and your attitude is as simple as a smile. It is amazing to note that there is power in your smile. Smiling increases mood-enhancing hormones while decreasing stress-enhancing hormones, including cortisol and adrenaline. It also reduces overall blood pressure and because you typically smile when you're happy, the muscles used trigger the brain to produce more endorphins. You know, the chemical that relieves pain and stress. A smile shares hope, affection, and peace. A smile has the power to bring light into the darkness, bring positive energy in the day, reduce stress in life, and bring greater happiness to the world. One smile is all it takes. Smiling reduces stress and makes you feel more positive. More to the point, researchers have found that people who smile often are perceived as being younger than their actual age. When people who frown appear to be older than they actually are. So turn that frown upside down and put on a happy face. Frank Betcher wrote the book, How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Sailing. This book is probably from 1930s, 1920s. And in the book, he discussed enthusiasm. While listening to the next part, I want you to think about your facial expressions and how they relate to aging. Also, consider aging and the facial expressions you see on what you consider to be an old person. Betcher tells the story of when he realized his face was continually in a frowning position, so he decided to change it. 
And every morning he would practice a smile, a real, warm, genuine smile in the mirror before heading to work. It wasn't easy at first, and he had to make sure he came across as real, not plastic or fake. He smiled even when he didn't feel like it. Why? Because smiling makes people feel more comfortable with you, and it shows you really care. The smiling habit was only the beginning of acting more enthusiastic, however. Many people think that your emotions control your outward behavior, but the process can actually be reversed. If you start to physically act more enthused, you'll start to feel more enthused. Hmm, what a novel idea. And my passion, exercise and fitness. Several years ago, I took a continuing education course. It was called How Hormones and Metabolism Changed the Training Game for Females. Ooh, was it a wealth of information. As we age, our hormones can take us on a roller coaster ride. And I probably don't have to tell you that. But I'm here to tell you that ride can be an enjoyable and controllable ride via fitness and movement. This is the exact platform that I teach in menopause or change the word to hormones and fitness. Estrogen and progesterone live a life of highs and lows. And when balance is lost, your body acts in an unpredictable and undesirable ways. We are looking for regulation. Estrogen is a fat storage hormone. And the thyroid is the gas pedal of life. If that is the case, we must ask ourselves, how can exercise and fitness and movement control the speed? Introduce the hormone helper, growth hormone. Guess what works for that? High intensity, high volume, low rest, training, magnifies release. An increase in growth hormone mobilizes fatty acids and spares glucose. Eating as soon as possible after training equals an increase in growth hormone pulses. I once encountered a disagreement with a gal in the menopause group. I know you're so shocked. <laughs> Someone asked what would help those hormonal headaches and I answered cardio exercise or interval training. Another gal jumped in the comments and replied to me, I run every day and I still have headaches. Yeah, running full speed as long as you can actually release those harmful hormones in full strength. You know, cortisol and adrenaline. And what we want is the release of growth hormone, which is done with high intensity, high volume, low rest, not running full speed for extended periods of time. I would be a myth if I didn't talk about habits. Of course, I cannot mention fitness and wellness without mentioning habits. Your habits control your life and our brains don't know the difference between a good habit and a bad habit. And I started off this episode by talking about limiting beliefs because as we age, our limiting beliefs become deeper and deeper entrenched. This is the very reason that my introduction of the positive thought habits is met with huge resistance in those menopause groups. But I'm here to tell you that power is to be had when you contain, gain control over your habits. 
This quote from Gandhi says it, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, your habits become your values, and your values become your destiny. Consider what words you're using to describe aging. Are you thinking that 31 is old or 41 is old? And are you complaining about menopause symptoms or are you embracing them? Embrace them with a powerful smile and a powerful thought habit. Do you value your aging process? Look back at the memories and bring them forward to today and think, man, I wish I could tell my 41-year-old program self that 41 is a great age. And by the way, so is 51, 61, 71, 81, 91, 101, or older, if I am blessed to live that long. I can honestly tell you that whatever age I happen to be, I will live it with a smile and positive thought habits. Do you know why? Because that is the destiny I want in life, not only for myself, but also for those that I coach. Reality Transurfing. In Reality Transurfing, book forward to the past. Get in touch with parts of your past in a new way. Time travel and do things you wish you were different. Pull out things that would help. Maybe there are some things that you didn't maximize the benefit of what happened when you were a child. Put yourself in a childlike mind. Keep things in the spirit of harmony. Youthful self-talk. Reframe that talk to what is better. As Steve Jobs said, don't let the sound of other people's opinions drown out your own inner voice. Talk to yourself in a more powerful fashion. Stop falling for those limiting beliefs, pendulums, and programming. Whatever you think about comes true for you. You're going to highlight that version of yourself. Focus on how you can feel more youthful forward to the past. Go back to what I said about music. You can reverse the aging process. You could jump around from the past to the future to the back to the past again. Believe me, it is possible. Imagination is key. Become a new you. Try the music suggestion I mentioned earlier and see if that can actually happen for you too. Gain insights into what is aging you. It is probably not what you think. The pendulum of aging, buying in with the hope to stop or reverse aging, pendulums that want you to purchase something, it is not that stuff that is going to help you stop aging. In conclusion, how will you reverse your aging process and your mindset on aging? Remember, limiting beliefs, pendulums, and programming. Attitudes and states of mind with a smile and music. And fitness, movement, and aging. And definitely your thought habits. I can't wait to see what you do with this. All right, that's my episode for today. I hope you liked it. If you know somebody who can benefit from this, please share it with them. And thank you for spending time with me today. And until next time, I'll see you next time. Peace out and namaste.